Welcome back to the Self-Conscious Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Cortez, and joining me on this episode is someone very dear to me. FYI, please know I was forced to introduce my guest co-host this way. My work wife, the yin to my yang, the Leo to my Aquarius, Anna Jenny Fernandez. She's 22 years old, a strategic communication major and senior at the University of Utah, and a talented photographer. Before we give you guys a rundown of everything that went down this year for the world, for the states individually we're gonna have a little a little a little moment of love a little moment of peace since we're gonna be wrapping up the year for y'all we're also gonna be doing some unwrapping that's right (laughs) we have some gifts to exchange a little asmr moment for y'all okay you go first open it yeah 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 open it wow that's really big (laughs) Yeah, because you said you liked them. Oh, we got to tell them what, what I got yes, you. Yes, yes. Okay. It is an A, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> okay. So I got like a little mosaic coffee, coffee mug. mug with my initial. And it's black. You know, my favorite color. And then I got some natural handmade goat soap, which is really good for the skin. So the little soap I got, Anna Jenny, was from Nav Naturals. Support small businesses. And I got some... Chocolate dip macaroons from Godiva. Godiva. Oh, all right. Oh my God, this is so cute. Okay. I got little things that are, you know, meaningful. She got me some stuff from Me Vale Creations. Yeah, and I also got these um, earrings from Lays for Days on Instagram. Yeah, these little flower. What is it like? A little Hawaiian they're, flower. They're plumerias, and they're symbolism because we were supposed to take. A Hawaii trip this year, but COVID said, fuck you guys. <laughs> so it didn't happen. Oh, this is so cute, guys. It's like little concha stuff. Like a little a little stitch sticker with a little concha. There's more in there. A little keychain with a concha. Oh my god, I was gonna get a new one. A little um airpod case up shaped like a concha. <laughs> the theme is conchas. Yeah, I also wanted to get that because I wanted to also thank you for welcoming me to not only the podcast, but also like to welcoming me as a team member to become the social media and content manager for Twitter account. I really enjoy that you're letting me, you know, expand my portfolio. I've done this before with handling social media and I, you know, really appreciate it. It means a lot to me and I'm really glad that you're still handling the Instagram side of things just because it really is a more organic feel and you really can stay connected to your listeners Aww, i appreciate that with that being said we do we are starting to form a team we are starting to get people involved thank you so much to everybody who's been tuning in because the success of the podcast has actually been growing we'll have some announcements coming out so keep an eye out on for that uh thank you again to everybody who's tuned in we appreciate you guys so with that let's go ahead and get started with today's episode Today I'm joined by my work wife, Anna Jenny. We're going to go over everything that went down in 2020 in the U.S. and worldwide, and even in our own lives. We're going to discuss how our personal years of 2020 went, how it affected us in more ways than one, things we did to cope and to get by, and what are we looking forward to in the new year. So I'm just going to give you guys a rundown of what everything that happened in 2020. Brace yourselves. It was a lot. 
Here's the rundown of 2020. Keep in mind, it's not in order. We had the Australia bushfires, the death of many celebrities, where some were considered icons, such as Kobe Bryant, Ruth Ginsburg, Charlie Pride, Chadwick Boseman, John Lewis, and so many more. We also had Harvey Weinstein's trial of him running multiple sex rings, human trafficking, and sex trafficking, not to mention Donald Trump's involvement in that. Meghan Markle and Harry leaving the royal family, the stock market crash of 2020, the Black Lives Matter protests after the deaths of multiple black individuals such as George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Tamir Rice, and so many more at the hands of police brutality, President Trump's impeachment, murder hornet, Beirut explosion, U.S. West Coast wildfires, Biden elected as president with Kamala Harris as the first female vice president, and our favorite, a global pandemic known as COVID-19. Here locally in Salt Lake City, Utah, we had additional protests in regards to the Black Lives Matter protests and police brutality, specifically people of color. Some of those victims were Bernardo Palacios, Darian Hunt, Coldy Bellgarde, and again, so many more. We also had earthquakes, tornado windstorms, and skyrocketing COVID cases in overflowed hospitals. That in itself, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. Man. So, <laughs> and it's still not over. <laughs> and it's still not over. I mean, almost. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Of what were your thoughts of this year? Man, I think a lot of the times, and I probably wasn't the only one, I was um, really thinking to myself, like, is this happening? Like, is this real life? You know, like, 2020 was really surreal. Um, I also found myself, like, learning bad, like, behaviors and habits just because everything was so strange due to the pandemic, like, human interaction has been forever changed, I think, and it was just a lot to adjust to. I thought it was like the beginning of the apocalypse. (laughs) I thought it was over. I was ready. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, many Americans were fucking not ready because everybody was out here trying to fight over toilet paper, and there's like a coin shortage now, like so many things. It's just, it was a domino effect of one one catastrophe following the other, and then... You know, when you had, like, your favorite icons die, like Kobe Bryant. I and still remember that day. Chadwick Boseman and John Lewis. Like, it, it really, for me, because I want to go into law school and because I do pay attention to politics, uh, John Lewis's death and Ruth Ginsburg's actually did affect me because they're people that have really put in a lot of sacrifice to help black people, help people of color, and for Ruth Ginsburg to help women get to where they are. And so when the fact that they died, it was um, during like one of the hardest years for me personally, but just a hard year for everybody. It was almost like a slap in the face for everybody, like another knock to the Mm -hmm. ground. And it was almost like, I think everybody's been saying it, like, when is this going to end? You know, like, when is this going to be over? Because it's just been like one shit show after the other. And I mean, I guess that's really what 2020 was. It was it, It was a shit show from beginning God, I hope not. But beginning to end. <laughs> Lord help us. Let's let's end on a positive note. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that's everything that went in 2020, like on the bad side. But also, I think we also got to recognize the highlights of it, which was that it did make people pause, you know, and reflect on where they are in their life. If they're if they're all happy, you know, it made them reflect and look at their mental health, their emotional health, their physical health. Some people went one way and some people went the other. It kind of really uh, kicked in people's fight or fight mode. Some people, you know, couldn't handle it, and that's completely fine. It was a challenging year and went the other way. And some people really grabbed 2020 by the horns and said, not today, bitch. 
<laughs> and you know worked lost a lot of weight during quarantine some people started like lifestyles and blogs some such as myself we started podcasts it just it really made you t- uh, for some people it just really made them just take the risk because life is short it's just as cliche as it is like it, it really is and this year just said like you know like a lot of shit's gonna happen so just whatever it is you want to do just do it so i think even though there was a lot of shit that went down in 2020 it also made people in my opinion take the risk that they've been neglecting themselves to take so <clears throat> now how was 2020 for you wow <laughs> i don't even know where to begin because i don't even remember to be honest so many things happened in 2020 I I miss the part of the pandemic where we were paid to stay home, (laughs) where there was like all these crazy social media challenges where like people would just find a way to interact online, you know, be friendly. But now I'm over it. (laughs) I'm Mm. over it. My work consists of my computer, my phone. I'm tired. (laughs) I just want to see people in person again. Uh, Hopefully 2021 will bring some of those things um, yeah 2020 was hard i mean you did say like we had the hawaii trip you know because we thought we were gonna Mm -hmm. it's a little celebration for us for graduating college and that fell through because of covid and that uh, that was like another for me that was like another punch to the face just knocked me down again. it was hard because we were hopeful we were so hopeful we really thought it was gonna happen we were like we just delayed it you know we delayed it it, we had it ready for may and then like every like all the states shut down in may and so we were like okay let's push that back to october October. it should be fine by then oh no baby girl (laughs) (laughs) miss rona said i'm staying for a long time (laughs) and then i mean I'm trying to be as honest and as raw with you guys as possible. This year has actually been very challenging for me in a lot of ways. I This was my last year of undergrad, so to do that during a pandemic was very challenging. Um, my second to last semester in spring, around April, uh, for those of you who don't know me, I actually have a younger brother. Their previous name was Luis David Cortez Trujillo. And they changed it to Edsley Cortez. And they go by they and she pronouns. They identify as non-binary. But I identify them as my brother because they had given me permission to do so. But out of respect for their pronouns, I'm just going to go ahead and refer to them as my sibling. So my sibling went missing in April. Towards like the last week of, towards the last week of April. And was last seen going up the Ogden Canyon um, and nobody has heard or seen from them since then it's almost eight months now but when that happened I was wrapping up my finals for my spring semester and honestly I couldn't think straight like the pandemic with the pandemic going on and the stress of school and then you have this family crisis I I think and I yeah, with this family crisis, I honestly just didn't know what to do. And, you know, I was really struggling those last two weeks to finish school and look for Ed Sleep. And then once I did finish school, somehow, by some miracle, my whole focus went to looking for Ed Sleep during the summer and helping out with the Bernardo Palacios protests. That's really where my time went. 
And then um, I realized that I was kind of drowning in what was happening with my family. I'm very family-oriented. I put my family first. Family always comes first. But it was at the point where it was drowning me and I just couldn't, I was losing, I was just losing myself. So the beginning of the fall semester, which was my last semester for undergrad, I t made the decision that I was gonna take a step back from, my, a step back from looking for Etsley because I needed to just focus on me and do me because I couldn't even recognize myself at that point. So what ended up happening for the fall year of 2020 for me was I ended up doing, I kind of ended up going through my own little self-love journey and going more to therapy and working out and really exploring the emotional or I guess exploring my emotions because I, if for those who know me, they know that I have a hard time expressing my emotions and 2020 said, baby girl, we're gonna open those doors. It was like a dam. Everything started spewing out. So that happened during the fall and it was a lot. Definitely it was a lot. I finished my undergrad. We will continue to look for Etsy, hopefully in this new year. And hopefully we hear something regarding them. And if you know any information, please, re please reach out to us at our podcast or reach out to the Salt Lake PD. But again, Again, I think it was just, for me, I just, it was just a lot. Oh, you know, also to mention, I also, fall, towards like the last two weeks of the fall semester, I, I also caught COVID. <laughs> so, I mean. Before we go there, I do just want to say um, that that was really hard uh, to have been the first point of contact for, you know, when I saw that you posted, you know, asking for more information and I messaged you and I was like, this is your sibling. And you were like, yes, this is my sibling. And I just, I couldn't believe it. So it was, it was really, really hard. And I do want to give you props because, you know, your listeners don't know this, but you were like at the head of this case. You were the <laughs> one dealing with everything. And I'm talking about like reaching out to everyone to be able to give you any leads, like Stephanie had to really, really carry her family with this endeavor because, you know, I'm sure you can kind of understand, like, a parent's loss for their, their, their you know, their, their offspring is really hard because I don't even, I have no words, but basically Stephanie was, you know, <laughs> the lead point contact for all the detectives. She was talking to people from the Mexican consulate. She was talking to people from the radio. Yeah, I mean, I, I really watched you. I watched you through it. I, you know, it was hard. I tried to just, you know, <laughs> offer my support, but mm -hmm. it probably didn't mean much, you know. Um, it was just so many things that you went through, and I just, you know, I have to applaud you for that because you you really did it. You Like you said, it, you finished so what had happened was that once the pandemic hit, they offered passing credit and no credit options for school just because the pandemic was so bad. And, you know, you didn't even go the easy way. You didn't take the easy <laughs> route. You said, I still want letter grades. You know, you still finished strong. And I think that's really admirable. You know, you didn't let it defeat you. 
you, you know, you kept your chin up high. Uh, I, 2020 has not been easy for anyone and definitely not for you. And I think we can all like relate to like collective suffering because 2020 <laughs> really has been a bitch. <laughs> she really has. I, I appreciate that. And if you want to know more about Edsley, go visit her Instagram page. It's at findisnow. Yeah, it will have it will have a link with all the news articles of what their, how their disappearance went about, everything that's gone down since then. We are hoping to have a conference sometime next year, and to restart the searches for Edsley, and possibly getting a private investigator. Yeah, definitely not knowing about where my sibling is has been the most challenging year, because you're hopeful, right? You want to hope that they're okay wherever they are, but at the same time, you got to be realistic at given this timeline. So hope can be a, a blessing and a curse. So it really depends how you go about it. And in addition to all that, during the fall semester, a lot more happened. <laughs> Me and Anna Jenny, we actually got dogs, little puppies, little siblings. So they were uh, lilac or lilac, lilac border collies. They were born on Independence Day, July 4th. We got them on September 7th. You had the dates? <laughs> yeah, of course. Mine was a little boy. His name was Moon Eyes. And I had a girl, and her name was Luna. Mine was a fucking troublemaker. She fucking peed all over the floor. And she had so much energy. She always greeted me, you know, always had this sloppy little smile on her face. I could just always count on her. And so I think with everything that was going on, she was just like a blessing. A, a nice distraction and unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately uh, Luna ended up passing away towards the end of October due to Parvo and unfortunately Moon Eyes suffered the same fate a day later so yeah so I actually had to put down my Labrador his name was Blackie and he he and Luna both passed away October 27th. You know, that was really, really hard for me and Stephanie. We were crying, crying. all day, <laughs> all day. Y'all, I was crying in the car. And you know when you cry in the car, it's a different it's kind different. of pain. It's a different. I came to work and I just looked at the jetty. That was just like, there was like my, my tears were, my eyes were swollen because I was like, I just had been crying the whole way there. And then the next day, the next day she told me what happened, and her eyes were drenched. And I was like, oh, God, why? Yeah. Uh, that was rough. That was. <laughs> Parvovirus is an awful, awful virus. Oh, my yeah. God. This is a PSA. Please clean up after your dog. If you're going to take them out on a walk, take them out on a run, take a little doggy bag and clean up the shit. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Moon Eyes, he was really, really playful. He was a dog dog. He loved other dogs. Him and Blaggy were best friends. He was actually my brother's dog. But, you know, he was like a family dog. We loved him. He was, you know, he really did show me unconditional love. And I was still, um, you know, caring for Blackie because he, Blackie had a cancer. So my focus was Blackie. And, uh, you know, Moon Eyes still... He knew I had favorites, but he still, like, he didn't care. He still showed me all the love, no reserves, you know. He, 
he really did love me and I really did feel it. Yeah. And, you know, their time with us was short-lived, but that was another thing that bonded us over 2020. So much loss. There was, dude. Luna, I just, I think I just didn't realize. I mean, I love her, you know, but I think after the fact, and it's sad to say, I think I just didn't, I just ended up realizing just how much, how much she was helping me, you know, like not knowing where my brother is, dealing with school, dealing with some self-esteem issues, dealing with being, (laughs) being in a, yeah, I made enemies with the Salt Lake PD and a couple up and some people in the Salt Lake City Mayor's office. I made enemies with some, you know, power-ups up there. So it was, a, it was a lot. And so the fact that I had this dog to just give me that love and comfort was something, I guess, that I just really needed. She was, uh, what was it, like, your, my, my emotional support animal, in a way. So yes, my dog died. And then, towards the final moments, second to last week of the fall semester, both Anna, Jenny, and I <laughs> caught a case of COVID. So that was fun. I didn't have any symptoms. 2020s really said, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. I wasn't done with you yet. We really thought. Main character who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was It was really strange because, you know, you just think you have a cold, but, you know, when you think you have a cold, you just go get tested and then you just wait. <laughs> I took two tests because I honestly thought I didn't have it. I was like, <laughs> this is some bullshit. I took the spit test and I took the nasal test. And the spit test and the nasal test both came back and said, no, bitch, you're positive. <laughs> but uh, I didn't have any, I wasn't really sick. Th- you know, thank God, compared to most people, I wasn't really sick. Everybody in my household was quarantined. The only one who was, like, negative was my sister, Cindy. And she tested three times just to make sure, but she was not positive. Either, either way, she had to be quarantined because, you know, the rest of us were positive. So that was a fun uh, Thanksgiving was i feel like it was the most loneliest thanksgiving i've had in a while but um that's that you know we we both come out the other side we are covid survivors for the next three months (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean thankfully you know uh my symptoms weren't bad i did end up losing smell and taste but you know it wasn't bad i can't say that is the same case for everyone i've been like learning about people who have had it and some of them say they still have like lingering not symptoms but like side effects of like you know the virus because Mm -hmm. you know a lot of them they still get agitated really quickly a lot of them still feel some sort of chest pressure but they're negative for covid and you know a lot of them they're not back to their normal selves so you know we we were lucky there yeah so i guess it wasn't i guess we were okay on that end Honestly, we've both been through the ringer this year. Just wasn't. Just wasn't. <laughs> I remember I I had told Anna Jenny I'm gonna make 2020 my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch got some hands. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the case. I'm gonna say it's a tie. You know, it's a tie. <laughs> it's a tie, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tie. Now that the listeners have a little bit of an understanding about how our 2020s went, how was your mental, physical, emotional? How was your mental? Oh my God! How mental. Was, <laughs> how was your mental, physical, and emotional health affected? I will say I still have trouble talking to people. Like, <laughs> I literally, I feel like I don't know how to interact with people. I, I'm so used to hugs, so used to seeing people, so used to I don't know like staying in communication 
but now it feels like a chore like all those bad habits that i used to give my friends shit about about like not texting back for hours or days you know not wanting to like do those things yeah it i understand them now because i'm just like oh yeah that's too much work too much energy i'm gonna pretend i didn't see that but like i still don't know how to talk to people because i feel like we've all just kind of uh, i don't know we're been all on forced, that struggle bus. Yeah, been forced to kind of like keep our distance. So I feel like a lot of relationships have been strained, at least for me. Like I'm still trying to figure out a healthy balance about keeping in touch with people and, you know, giving myself a break because like I said, I'm working on my computer, working on my phone, text messages, emails, video calls. Like it is nonstop and I hate it. It I it's hard because you want to stay connected, but you need a break. Well, yeah. I, I have some friends who've been working from home, and they've been saying that working from home has become a challenge now because they're developing bad habits. Mm-hmm. So they're not even as productive as they think they would be if they were in their normal work environment. I and mean, it is nice for, for some things. For some of my jobs, it's really nice because I can just do it, but... Yeah. pros and cons to everything yeah, you know yeah. i mean also like all courses were online this year and is the, the case also for next year and for those who've never taken online courses I, you understand it was definitely a challenge and it still is like a lot of kids a lot of sen- a lot of high school students and middle school students really struggled this year with online classes like even my little sister she was oh my siblings too yeah it was it was hard and i understand that even for some of my courses i would have preferred that i taken in class I took online and I know I would have gotten a better score if I had taken it in class same any science please do not take it online that shit is hard because <laughs> it's easier it's easier for me to not hold myself accountable oh yeah you know just online. never you know, open your laptop and your set <laughs> like this semester I knew there was like there was a lecture and I turned it on but I wasn't even like a, in, I wasn't even present in the lecture because I was like snoozy and I was like <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> you were literally all the memes that yeah, was you <laughs> no that like that was the i don't know what it was i was just tired and i i was like mute on <laughs> i remember the, t- the teacher was calling my name because i think we had like some discussion thing and he was asking for my opinion <laughs> he woke me up he was like stephanie stephanie, <laughs> stephanie. <laughs> i like turned it on and i was like oh i'm sorry professor i was having a hard time with my wi-fi i was cutting in and out what was the question <laughs> Wow, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> and I'm he just woke up. <laughs> Brain reflexes like that. <laughs> Ooh. I'm trying to think what the question was. Oh, how is your mental, physical, emotional health affected? So, <clears throat> I mean, like, I, I think I've kind of stated it. It was challenged. I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I was definitely falling into that little... It was just... With everything that was happening, I was just losing a sense of myself. And for the longest time, I had been dealing with self-esteem issues, body issues. So with everything that was happening, it almost felt like at that point, it just felt like I had to do something for myself. Otherwise, otherwise I would, otherwise I was going to fall into this void, you know, otherwise I was going to be another cliche of 2020. And I just didn't want that. Like, I'm like, my year has already been shitty enough. I'm not going to keep doing that to myself. So what that ended up doing for me is that I ended up developing this mindset of, I'm gonna I'm gonna start working out more. I'm gonna start 
doing things that I've been telling myself not to do, taking those risks. So yeah, it was like working out, it was getting the dog, it was starting a podcast, it was it was all these multiple things. As cliche as it sounds like 2020 just gave you the push to just, you know, fuck it all. Like life is short. Things aren't always the plan that you have isn't always gonna work out. So you gotta make do with what you got. And literally, like, I always thought I was a pro at improv to what is it, improvisation? A pro at improvising. But uh, I guess I, I, now I'm like a fucking master. Like, <laughs> I know what I know how to deal with the rolls and the punches now. But yeah, I, like I was saying earlier, it really kind of just, I feel like it kicked people's fight or fight, flight or fight mode. Some people went the other way. And some people, I don't want to say it like this, but some people did gain weight, you know, and ended up. Like, people who were really active just ended up becoming more introverted and closed off. But it's not a bad thing because that really messed with their mental with their mental health. Like, that was really high on their anxiety. And I understand that. Because that was probably me at the beginning. And then for other people, they just lost 26, 20, 60, 80 fucking pounds. And became, like, freaking beast. And are now, like, telling people, like, oh, no, you can do it. And, like, take advantage of quarantine, you know, really work on yourself. But not everybody can, you know. There's still things that people got to do, work, school, all that, family. So, it, it, but, it, I mean, it just, it really just depends on the person, whatever way you go. You know, whatever, you got to find that balance for yourself and, and look at yourself and see what you want to prioritize. For me, my mental health was definitely at the top. So, going to my therapist, what started off as two times a week, now one time a week, it really helped, especially with everything that was happening, really helped keep my head together. And doing things like like exercising, spending time with my family, with my friends, with my dogs, really helped with the emotional aspect of it. And, you know, working on both of those obviously ended up helping my physical being. But, again, it depends on the person. So it really just depended on what you wanted to prioritize, what you want to look forward to. And, yes, I mean, we are towards the end of the year, and 2020 has been a bitch. And 2020 has definitely been hard for everybody and more so for other people than others but it's i mean as the saying goes it's not over till it's over so you know however you end your 2020 you know whether you ended it being unemployed unfortunately or being or having gained weight or having lost weight or having gained a new job or x y and z just be proud of the fact that you finished 2020 because it was a shit show and you did it we're at the finish line congratulations with that all being said what are you looking forward to in the upcoming year so 2021 for me will bring hopefully a lot of good things for one i will be graduating in may so i'm very excited about that to just be able to work and not have to worry about school anymore it also bring um, a graduation for my brother for high school as well, so that's really exciting. I mean, you know, I don't have... The, well, I mean, I did have plans to travel <laughs> in 2021 in February. I did have another trip. Uh, don't think that's going to happen, but mostly graduation and we'll just see what else it brings. What I'm looking forward to is hopefully hearing some good news regarding Etsley. But 
if it's not good news, just hearing some sort of news regarding Etsy. Also, because of COVID, I actually didn't get to walk this year, so I'll be walking in May. So I'm looking forward to that. So I'll be walking with my with my wifey. <laughs> <laughs> and also, my two of my cousins will be graduating, so it's going to be a big-ass party at the Cortez house. I'm not saying I can invite y'all. We'll see how COVID goes. <laughs> Let's see how COVID goes, and then I'll see if I'll invite y'all. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> live stream podcast, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I also really wanted to travel. So given COVID, I don't know. But because I won't be paying for tuition, because <laughs> that was a joke, too. Um, maybe she might just have some money. Some savings? Ooh. Some um, savings for <laughs> traveling later on? Well, I mean, like, I won't be in school, so, you know, I'll be able to save money. The money that would be, you know, the money that would essentially be used for tuition, be used for a plane ticket to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Never hear or catch me. Never hear from me again. Catch me in Cabo. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, What is it called? Your Jordan year? No, my golden birthday. Oh, yeah, that. (laughs) <laughs> oh right, right, right. Looking for- oh, my God. I'm looking forward to my golden birthday next year. Hopefully in Cabo. Fingers crossed. If not, I'll be isolated. Maybe find me a little Airbnb in Park City. Nobody bother me. Nobody text me. Nobody call me. I'm gone. <laughs> you don't know me. I don't know you. Despite Luna passing away in October, my parents have so graciously <laughs> let me- given me permission to get a new dog. So I will be getting a golden retriever sometime in may or april i'm still not ready to move on (laughs) so uh yes i'll be getting a new puppy really what i'm looking forward to is just to you know take it one day at a time live my life do the things that i've been wanting to do for a while because and i haven't been able to just because school has been in the way but now you know take all those risks take all those Take, make all those risks that my mom's probably going to give me shit about later, like dyeing my hair. Mm, dyeing I was promised um, dyed blue hair, I think. Or was it purple? No, girl, it was purple. It was lavender. Oh, okay. I will get the lavender hair. <laughs> it has to be after after I walk. Other, before, if I do it before, then you know her. You know my mom. No, she likes me. She won't do nothing to me. I don't yeah, know what you, she would do to no, you. No, but I'm saying you know that she would kill me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, you know she killed me. No, no, no. I gotta wait until after I walk, and then after I walk, I can, you know, dye my hair. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I'm just looking forward to just, you know, living one day at a time, just doing more things that I want to do. Hopefully, seeing this podcast succeed and like keep growing and succeeding, building a network with other people, collabs. I'm just looking forward to see all the opportunities that will come to me. It's the year of the Aquarius. The stars are aligned. The planets are aligned. If y'all didn't manifest the day before, it's your fault. But piss my year, bitches. It's now or never. But I mean, it doesn't just have to be my year. It can be all your years, too. (laughs) (laughs) It can be everybody's year. Whatever it is you didn't do in 2020 because you were scared, do it in 2021. Take all the risks you want to do. Take all the challenges you've been wanting to take. Take that leap of faith. What would you tell people who really struggled? with their 2020 and how they can go about that in this new year 2021 you know again I think it was collective suffering for everyone in 2020 and you know if it knocked you down I don't think anyone can blame you like like there was so many things that happened you know and 
each individual is going to have different circumstances as well. But I do think that you can, you know, maybe do a shift of mindset and you, you don't have to go and buy an LLC, start a small business in, you know, a recession or like take any of those things, you mm-hmm. know, because also just kind of going back to what you had said earlier, just recognize in yourself what you need. There's a lot of people talking down on other people, you know, for not taking full advantage of the time to turn up their lives. But, you know, again, just recognize what you need. Some people just needed a break and you are allowed that. Like you don't have to continue on like you need a break, you need a break. And just like a shift of mindset. Someone who, you know, thinks about things differently can make a big impact in their lives by simply shifting their mindset. You can still level up your game and you know growth is not linear. There might be setbacks along the way. You know, you just got to keep going and figure out what it is that you want and work towards getting that. I will say that the new year oftentimes brings this sense of a clean slate and I really enjoy that you know and if you want to apply the clean slate you know like starting over starting brand new you can start doing that with every day you can say it's a tomorrow is a brand new day you know today (laughs) today I didn't get what I needed to get done but tomorrow tomorrow's a brand new day you know it just depends on your mindset again but you know if you believe in like the moon and all of those other things like you know a reset will be be coming soon in January. So that would be your time to, you know, make a vision board, envision what you see in the future or write down some goals. Like actually having a plan will get you farther than just thinking about it or having it stuck in the back of your mind. That would be, that would be my advice. I 100% agree, wifey. I don't think the the plan, though, has... You don't have to have a plan, like, though, for, like, the next five years. You can have a plan for, like, the day. You know, you can have a plan for the week. So don't think about, like, oh, shit, I gotta have my shit together for the year. No, 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 no. Just short goals, you know? Short goals for the day, short goals for the week. Baby steps. Whatever it is you gotta do to, to get up in the morning and to do what it is you need to get done. For you, not for anybody else, but for you. Your short-term goals can help you accomplish your long-term goals if you set them up in a, like, procession. So, like, first this, then this, then that. So, what my advice would be, you know, again, whether you took the flight or fight mode, it's nothing to feel ashamed about. It's nothing to feel guilty about or self-conscious about. You know, you did what you had to do for you. You had you did what you needed you did what was best for you. And nobody given the year that we've had, nobody's allowed to judge you for it. Because not everybody's gonna react to different things the same way. And nobody has to. You're your own person. So going into the new year, I would just reemphasize that, you know, be patient with yourself, be kind to yourself, give yourself that love and respect. Also be your own personal motivation, you know, be your, 
be the reason you want to get up, be the reason you want to go, want to do whatever challenge, whatever goals it is you're trying to achieve. Like for me, 2020 was a lot, but it also was, like I kind of said earlier, it was like my little self-love journey. And despite everything that went down, I've come out the other way. And I can say I'm honestly very happy of where I am as a person. I have a lot of love and respect for myself because I saw everything I could, everything I went through and everything I could do. So you need to be the same way about yourself. You know, you gotta, you gotta appreciate the person that you are. You're a bad bitch. You got through 2020, you can get through anything. And you know, once you hit rock bottom, the only way to go is up. So, you know, I feel like we've all hit rock bottom in 2020. So literally the only way to go now is up. And so, you know, you gotta look forward to all the good things, everything that's still yet to come. Manifest your blessings, manifest whatever it is you want to manifest. Pray to whoever it is you're praying to. Go, whatever it is you do for your mental health, for your emotional and physical health, do that. At the end of the day, just prioritize whatever is beneficial for you. Whatever's going to bring you that happiness, bring you that joy. Whatever's going to have your mind at peace. Well, that wraps up the episode. If you like it, go ahead and subscribe to the Self-Conscious Podcast. We post new episodes every Tuesday. I want to thank Anna Jenny for joining us, and I am going to give her a chance to shout out her social media accounts if you want to follow her. Thank you for having me on the episode, and thank you again for welcoming me on board as your social media and content manager for your Twitter page. Very excited to be on board. Like you introduced me, I am a photographer, but I also identify myself more as a creative. So if you want to follow my photography page, you can do so at anita.jenny. That is A-N-I-T-A-D-O-T-J-E-N-N-Y. And don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts to be up to date on what we have going on in the Self-Conscious Podcast, such as upcoming episodes, who our guest co-hosts for each week will be, small businesses highlights, and so much more. Our Instagram is Self-Conscious Podcast, and our Twitter account is at Conscious Podcast. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Like always, I hope you resonated with this episode, learned something from it. Happy New Year to all. Eso es todo por hoy. I will see you all next week for a new episode. Until then, have a good one, Conchitas.